Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Hey, you did my part. I did. I nailed your part, though. Usually I do the DIY Money. Yeah, you have always the second part, but I... I know. Save the best for last. <laughs> Perfect. So, Daniel, what's going on in your world? Oh, it's fall. Yeah. Actually, as we're recording today, it's going to be like 80 out. But by the time <laughs> this actually releases, it'll finally be fall in Kentucky, I think, mm-hmm. according to the weather forecast. Hopefully. So that's awesome. I'm ready for some like some chilly weather. But it's Keeneland season. Chilly, like chilly? Both. Or chilly like... It, once mm. it gets chilly, I do love chilly. I love chilly, too. It's like uh, that... Now I'm hungry. Do you put beans in it? Yeah, I do. You do you put cheese in it? Um, yes. Do you put vegetables? Um, depends sometimes, but my favorite is just kind of beans. I use turkey instead of beef. We do too. Yeah, I think tur- ground turkey is just as good. Awesome. And it, it absorbs like more of the seasoning and flavor. Yeah, but my trick at the very end is after it's all done is Fritos. I think Fritos versus saltines mm. or anything else crumpled up on top. Oh, the best. Good. You know what? Uh, Instapot it. Like oh. pushes the flavor in. Okay, is that how you do it? Instapot your chili. Instapot is awesome. I use my Instapot a and lot. Don't skimp on the cheese. We started getting under like uh, butternut squash, adding butternut squash to our chili. Yeah, and it's amazing. Uh, it's pretty good. I don't know. So you add it, and it's just uh, it's just like uh... it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing: is we're always trying to eat healthy, like yeah. healthier, because we're getting older, and it's just what you do as you get older. Like you learn about finance, and you start eating healthy. That's a good sign that you're old. So if you're listening to this, and you've not started eating healthy yet, that's your next step after this. So watch I just out for DIY for, health. I want to speak for all the twenty somethings here. Don't feel like you're getting too old because that it pains me every time. I yeah. feel like oh man. I'm so anyhow, uh, we started mixing in like uh, like bell peppers and things to like try to make chili healthier. And so we got on a butternut squash kick for a while because you can go to Trader Joe's and get like pre chopped butternut squash in these little chunks. You can mix yeah. it in. Anyhow, it's pretty good. Uh, but here's the thing. The worst thing about messing with like fall cold weather foods is when you have something that's like so tasty and good and comforting and then you try to make it healthy because the reason it tastes so good and awesome and comforting in cold weather is not good for you. It's because it's loaded with like fat and protein Sodium and, and good things like that. Yeah. So, um, so no, it, it does taste good and it's filling and it has like, I don't know, fiber or whatever, but it's, it's not the same as like, meat yeah. and kidney beans and then like a half a pound of cheese per bowl. Yeah, exactly. My chili That's is basically like. cheese soup with some meat. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you know I, when you make nachos and you like, you put like that big stick of Velveeta in the pan and then you like add something to yeah, it? Yeah, that's your it. that's your chili? Basically how my chili looks when it's done, except instead of Velveeta, it's like Vermont cheddar cheese. Or is that your favorite like cold time soup kind of thing. I know some people like potato soup or like some casseroles or different things like that. I like chili. When it's like cold and dreary out, I like chili. Or mm. uh, we make a really good sausage lentil soup. Really? It's really That sounds good. interesting. Yeah. it's So it's like, yeah, lentils and like Italian sausage and some kale and some carrots. And it sounds super healthy, but it's really good. We are two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> So what you all don't know 
for those out there is that Daniel used to be a chef back in the day, like a legit chef. And I used to work in restaurants. I don't know that I was a legit. Oh, chef, you were you were pretty. You don't. I know my way on. around a chef's knife. Yeah, Daniel is like chef connoisseur. Like wee oui, wee. Oui. Well, compared to you, who like brings a slab of deli meat to the office and makes a sandwich at your desk. Yeah. But you, <laughs> I do do that. It's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, we do have a question today. We do have a question. All right. Let's hear our question from Marissa. Marissa. Yeah. Pretty sure. 100%. DIY. Hello, DIY money. My name is Marissa. I live in Concord, California. I am 34 years old and I just began to basically get interested into building a financial free life. I just opened up a Roth IRA and pretty much that's all <laughs> I have. I want to start investing, but I don't know where to start. All I know is that I want something that will give me a second income source type of investment. I would really appreciate if you just explain to me like if I was a little girl because I don't know anything and I really want to start and I feel like I'm already way behind. So thank you. Marisa, not Marisa. Marisa. How bad. I just want to say, I think so many people feel so behind when mm -hmm. it comes to finances all the time. I feel like so many people that are starting on this path, starting on this journey, always start out feeling like they're behind. And there always is going to be that person that started investing in stocks at the age of 12. Quint. Um, there's always going to be that person out there that has started before you or is on track before you and anything like that. But if you are listening to this podcast, if you are taking the time to get the steps set up, and I want to make sure we talk about the steps, um, the DIY money steps is what I mean. If you're doing those things, you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. Mm -hmm. You can just start on this journey and start going down this path and figure it out as you go. Because you, I promise, are ahead of someone else as well. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about healthy eating before the question, and it's very similar to you healthy eating or getting fit or stuff like that. Like it's, it's really easy to, you know, go back to the gym or try to start eating healthy or something like that. Whatever your health and fitness goal is, it's very easy to think the same way, right? Like you show up at the gym and there's always that like jacked guy who's like screams or grunts a lot when they're throwing weights around or racking rates or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. Like there's just lots of grunting mm -hmm. and, uh, you don't have to be that person on day one. In right. fact, you should probably never be that person. So that's okay. Uh, but you can like go down the road to health and everyone is starting somewhere. And if you start going and you show up and you be consistent and you learn what you need to learn, eventually somebody else is going to be new. And there's always going to be somebody behind you and always going to be somebody ahead of you. So, Right, exactly. And and I feel like the same way with fitness, like you go in the gym and someone's, I'm like, hey, how do I get healthy in the gym? Oh, just go do 20 pull-ups a day. Well, maybe you don't need to start at that point. And I think a lot can of the time- you do 20 pull-ups? No, I can't. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I can't just I go into the gym and do now. 20 pull-ups. That's but some people will say that like, mm -hmm. hey, you just need to go do this really hard thing. And one of a very hard thing in finance is getting to the point where you're ready to invest mm -hmm. and ready to be at this stage where you are putting money for 
retirement or putting money towards um, a taxable account where you're investing and things like that. And I feel like people that are have a little bit of knowledge of finance really push that. Like you need to start investing. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of steps that come before that. And obviously we talk about them in the DIY money book, but can you give us a rundown of what steps you want to make sure you have in place even before you have to consider doing this investing? Yeah. So we've covered this in the book. We've covered this in the, the boot camp that we did as well. Um, but starting out, like like just starting out, one of the things that you really need to look at doing is starting with tracking. Um, so this is the first step in actually moving towards creating a budget. So starting out with tracking, figuring out where you are, what you're spending, what you have in accounts, things like that. Starting with tracking, really assess that. Then you're moving towards budgeting. I'm going through these really quick because there's a book and a mm-hmm. boot camp. Then you're going to get towards fast cash, which is saving up a little bit of money to give you a buffer while you're paying down any debts that you have. So that fast cash is about $1,000. Hey, maybe in the pandemic COVID days, you increase that a little bit, but at least $1,000 to give you a little bit of buffer there. So if you need new tires on the car, something breaks at the house, something of that nature, you're not using those credit cards or things that you're trying to pay off. So get your get your tracking budget, fast cash, start paying off debt. As you get that debt paid off, then looking at really uh, saving for the long term, saving for the future as well. Mixed into there, getting employer matches on 401ks, 403bs, things like that are important as well. So that, that was like the, the five second. Yeah. So track steps. expenses leads you to a budget. Mm-hmm. Gets your fast cash. Make sure you have an emergency fund set up. So that's three to six months of your basic living expenses. Yep. Make sure that those are set aside in some place safe. You wrote an article about where to have that, how to calculate how much you mm-hmm. should have in an emergency fund. Check that out on our website. But you want to make sure that you have those steps in place. And then after you start doing debt payoff and things, and, and you mentioned in there... Make sure that you're contributing to a 401k, getting a match if that's possible. Yep. But then it's down the road after you have those steps set up where you can start investing and going towards a Roth IRA Mm -hmm. or towards a taxable account. Yeah, because what you're basically trying to do early on in your DIY money journey is you're you're basically trying to control your money rather than letting expenses and debt and things like that control you. So a lot of people that you see out in the world are basically living a life where money, but really when we say money, it's like debt and stuff and and things are controlling them. So they've got a lot of debt. So they go to work to make money to pay off debt uh, or to acquire things, things of that nature. They're not really in control of their money at all. They've not tracked. They don't haven't created a budget. They just know stuff comes into their account, stuff goes out. They keep going to work to try to keep the account, you know, getting bumped up every two weeks or a month or whatever it is that you get paid so that it can go out. And they just get into this endless cycle. And some of you actually might be in that endless cycle. And that's okay because there's a way out of that. But you have to start creating a plan, telling everything where to go, what the purpose of each dollar is that's coming in. And once you start doing that, now you are starting to control your finances. Now, uncontrollable things will always happen. Uh, you'll have you know stuff that breaks. You'll have medical things that come up. Like life just comes up that you can't control. But if you can try to put you know like a fence of control over eighty percent of the time and eighty percent of the dollars and things of that nature, you will get much further in the long run. Absolutely, and I'm sure Marisa has listen to the podcast. She mm-hmm. started down those steps. So I don't want to I don't want to ignore that investing side of things. So yeah. can you give a little bit of an explanation of 
you know, why maybe she has started with a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. That's her first step into investing and kind of that process and what that looks like. Well, assuming that Marisa uh, follows uh, us and probably any other financial, you know, talking person, podcast, Instagram, Twitter or whatever, uh, you know, the, the most common like rule of thumb that you hear is, you know, invest in a Roth IRA early. And the main reason for that is, is because you're paying, uh, you're putting money into it that you've paid on what's hopefully your lower tax bracket now or, or tax rate and such that it can grow tax uh, free. And in the future, you can take out that money tax free. And so it's a really powerful saving tool for retirement. Uh, but it's not like the end all be all. You actually then have to put money in there and you have to put investments in there and, and things of that nature. Uh, but you also might have different goals. People might want to retire before retirement age. In that case, maybe a taxable account works well for them. We may have young professionals listening to the show who are like, low tax right now, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm in a crazy tax bracket right now when I take into account my federal plus my state uh, income tax bracket, and in retirement, I'll move to a low tax state, et cetera, and they might actually go for a traditional IRA. So it really depends. You have to, when you get to that step where you're looking at retirement accounts and investments, you really have to start lining up what are my actual personal goals and how are the vehicles that I'm using and the investments that I'm getting into really speaking to those goals. Absolutely. I just want to kind of summarize everything that we've talked about today. I think it is so, so important to focus on the step that you are on and own it. Mm -hmm. If you are on the tracking step or if you are on the budgeting step and you're just starting out, own that step. Do um, really focus on it and work to make sure that you have your budget in line, Mm -hmm. that you understand how much margin you're bringing in. You've established your fast cash. You have established your emergency fund. Do not feel like you need to jump to step six right off the bat. You can take your time and own the steps that you're on in order to reach these financial goals. Yeah. Now, we try to keep these shows to, what, about 15 minutes? Yeah. And we clearly can't deep dive into all of those topics in 15 minutes and still talk about Chilean food at the beginning. Uh, but that's why we did a boot camp, which was eight hours yeah. of diving. <laughs> it was a long eight hours, <laughs> but, uh, eight hours of really diving into all these topics. Can we send Marisa that boot camp? Yeah, absolutely, Marisa. Marisa, we're going to send you over um, a link to that boot camp. It's really important. It's not normally that's helpful. for sale on our website. Yeah, and you can anybody out there that's listening to this, you can go purchase that on our website. Mm-hmm. It is literally eight hours of diving into yeah. each one of these. But I love Maurice's question, and we've never done this before on a show, but we're going to just go ahead and send that to her. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. She really wants to know. She wants to go deep dive into these. I think the visuals there will kind of help. She'll be able to kind of see the slides that we did. Uh, she'll see us walk through some of these topics in greater detail, because uh, I don't feel like we were able to do her question justice of really explaining all of that in 15 yeah. minutes. So, uh, Marisa, hopefully you find value in that. Uh, you can kind of go at your own pace. You don't have to watch all eight hours. At, please don't watch all eight hours at once. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, take a gander at that. Uh, see what that's all about. And hopefully, hopefully that'll kind of get you started. Because we we literally, when we did that, we kind of started at the basics and then built on with kind of each step that we went through over each hour. So um, so I think it's helpful for somebody like her who's who's really starting out and, and just trying to go, okay, like give me the details on everything, but also keep it simple. I think we did that. Yeah. It'll be interesting actually to hear your perspective, Marisa, on whether or not uh, that helps you at all. Absolutely. Well, the secret to wealth is very, very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, 
focus on the step that you are on and do so for a very long time. Make it a great week. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.